哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒哒start the podcast now every single time i'm just gonna have like i'm just gonna be singing theme songs from like old sports movies <laughs> that'd be pretty sweet um but what's up guys thanks for tuning in for this 24th episode of the angel main show we are recording this because it's been a crazy weekend of sports honestly well a bunch of crazy stuff's been going on um then there's just tons of random stories. I guess to start off with, the first thing I wanted to mention was the Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. fight. Um, it did end in a draw, but the fight was pretty cool. It was cool seeing Mike. Just it, It's cool seeing Mike like just out there doing his thing still. And it's pretty crazy because I guess a lot of the articles that I was reading were kind of talking about how he used to be and how he used to be this like crazy animal, big spending crazy, kind of like not a bad person, you know, but kind of like like a low-key douche nozzle, you know, like doesn't really give a lot of fucks about anything. And it's cool because he gave, like, he, he he had a million guaranteed for the fight, ended up just donating all that to charity. And uh, he was talking about actually about, or he was mentioning how he's he's happier because he's been doing, like, he he's happy because he's doing, like, humanitarian things. And that's something that we would never really expect from him. And just, more rec- just recently. And um, so it's pretty cool. And like I said, the fight did end in a draw, but it was pretty sweet to just like see him in the ring again and see him do his thing and uh, yeah it's pretty cool and next thing is going to talk about dude the jake paul and nate robinson fight first of all two completely random i i, I one of them's an athlete nate robinson was an old nf uh, nfl uh mda basketball player played in the league for like oh i think around 10 years all-star basketball player excellent player um and uh and then you have this youtuber jake paul who arguably is just obviously like has a fit body type or whatever but two guys that you wouldn't exactly expect to see in boxing and you saw them duking it out in the ring and yesterday it was pretty dude i don't know i'm sure everyone has seen the highlights and if you listen to this and you're you know you're like you're like me i guess you're just like a regular like regular uh, social media user then you've probably seen the videos and or the memes of nate robinson like lying on the floor getting knocked out and it was actually pretty gnarly knockout because at first he had kind of got him disoriented, hit him with like a, I think it was like a, like a hook, got him with the hook, got him all disoriented. He had actually fallen down first. The ref counts to like six or seven and Nate gets up, tells the ref that he's okay. But honestly, in the video, you see that he's like clearly disoriented. Like he doesn't know what the fuck is going on, but you know that he's driven to continue the fight. But obviously he wasn't in a position to be doing so. And then next thing you know, boom, Jake Paul comes in with another hit. Dude, knocks him out cold, cold. And now Nate Robinson is a meme. And you feel bad. I feel bad for my boy just because, you know, you're, you're a professional athlete. And the whole reason he wanted to start doing boxing was to show people that, you know, that he could do other things. And also he wanted to be showing respect to like old boxers like Mike Tyson and like people who are actually in the sport. He wanted to show them respect and he wanted to show that he was an athlete and that he can compete in other sports and do well and do good just like he did in the M- in, in the nba and i guess this is it wasn't exactly showcased like it was and i guess jake paul just had the proper training because obviously he's a gigantic youtuber he's been youtubing forever 
and has a gigantic following. So obviously he has the funds to find really good coaches and to get himself prepared correctly for the fight. And it was it was just a trip because I don't know if you guys ever saw the if anyone saw the pre-fight um, like weigh-ins or whatever, and you saw Jake Paul like literally dressed up like Goku from um, Dragon Ball Z. I wasn't into that show ever, but I just know it's Goku from Dragon Ball Z because of the hair. And dude, he like he, he he was treating it like it was a joke. He was treating the whole like the whole thing like it was a joke. And so you kind of expected Nate Robinson to kind of come out and just kind of beat his ass. And that's really honest to God what I really wanted. And yeah, that's really dead ass what I wanted, but no, no, things don't work out that way. And I just, cause honestly, it's just kind of, you see someone with like a loud, with a loud, a loud mouth like that. And like someone who's like, who you could relatively consider a, just a general douche nozzle. You want to see them get their asses kicked just cause it'd be funny. And cause if you're not being a good person and you're not a good person, it's, it's nice to see you get your ass beat once in a while. And not that I'm not, I'm not saying Nate Robinson was a good person, but just to my understanding, total douche nozzle ratio, douche to not douche ratio. Jake Paul is in the probably like six to one douche rate, douche, douche to not douche ratio. And I just want, I would like to see someone like that get knocked out. It's funny. It's, it's cool seeing that. Um, kind of like almost like it's not satisfying to see Conor McGregor lose, but you know, like when someone who's like, like a big loud mouth, like honestly, I've like, I've been like a Conor McGregor fan, like later on in his career, I'm always like an underdog guy, but when he was on top and he was being super cocky, it was just crazy seeing him just like, oh, look at this douchebag again. Boom. And then knock out, knock out, knock out. Or like fucks him up, fucks him up. And you don't, like, you, you kind of low key expect that, but you don't really expect to see that all the time. And this is something really cool, I guess. That, and we're obviously going to be seeing a lot more of this stuff because if you have a platform and you're an entertainer, you're obviously going to be able to get some funding behind you. And if you get funding and you get agents and you get these corporations that are down to host your fight and to be sponsors then yeah then you know things are going to happen and if you can get the viewers then you're obviously going to make money because that's just how this world works and that's how the internet works so you're obviously we're going to be seeing a lot more of stuff like this i know like ex-nba player youtuber now like now boxing each other in the ring and yeah we're just going to be seeing a lot more of this stuff so i think this is something we have to prepare ourselves to be watching and like listening to and Hopefully we could just still keep the, I don't know, keep like respect the sanctity of the sport and actually have real boxing matches be just as popular as these bullshit ones. But the reason the bullshit ones are more popular than regular boxing matches right now are because you get like, so when you have like real boxing fans, they're going to watch real boxing matches. And if you have a bunch of people who don't understand boxing and a bunch of people who just watch YouTube all day, then they're going to be more aimed toward that demographic uh, like <laughs> these fights are aiming toward that demographic not real not real you not real fighters not real situations not real athletes not not real athletes that have been preparing their whole lives to fight the demographic for this <laughs> for these fights right now are just a bunch of random people who want to see like this youtuber and like a random nba player fight which isn't the the, I guess exactly the demographic that normal boxing matches like the zone and the or no the zone actually promoted the Jake Paul fight am I if I'm not wrong but you know but I meant like like Golden Boy and like all like these like I know classic boxing matches those fans aren't gonna really be fans of these random YouTubers fighting because it's a joke to them you know and that that's just that's what most people assume about these sports or just or about these fights and stuff that that it's all for show that it's all to make money and granted it's cool to watch and it's funny to watch them but like look what I'm doing right now I'm giving them attention I'm 
and if you guys are listening to this podcast you're giving them attention also and yeah so just like a gigantic cycle of just a bunch of people who don't really give a fuck about boxing who talking about boxing <laughs> and it's pretty crazy to see and it's 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 an insane phenomenon to be honest but i guess that's all for that one for now we're going to talk about some nfl news because i am a football fan to be honest uh, for those of you who already know the podcast you know i'm a steelers fan and yeah pretty much that's that no one's ever going to change my mind uh yeah so i guess nfl news the denver broncos are going through it right now so thanks to espn sports i'm able to see that their quarterbacks drew lock ryan ripen and jeff driscoll and i'm assuming their fourth and fourth and maybe fifth string players because i mean if all the quarterbacks are interacting with each other then like they have to like even even like even deeper down the roster, you obviously quarterbacks are going to be interacting with each other because they need to keep each other in the loop. And if we're going to go, if you're, if you're going to be going that deep down your roster, then everyone has to be in the loop. Everyone has to know exactly what's going on. And obviously it's these like, like third, fourth, fifth string quarterbacks um, per team are all, it's their job. Even when they're not starting, even when they're not like getting any playing time, it's their job to understand what's going on on and off the field with the coaches, with the playbook, and so it's their job to know. So that's it makes sense why they're all kind of still associating with each other and why they would be associating with each other. And and this is just the way this virus is going, obviously, if you're in the vicinity, no masks, no protections, no precautions, then you're probably going to get it. And that's just what happened with the Denver Broncos, and it sucks to see that they took such a gnarly hit, and it's crazy to see what's going to happen moving forward for them. Obviously, there's a bunch of players that are joking around. I think Von Miller was joking around talking about it, that he's been waiting for this moment his entire life. And then Jerry Judy, um, he, this is a, he's a rookie wide receiver, and he's, he's definitely an athletic person, so I don't doubt that he has the ability and capability to go back there and make a few plays. But obviously, we're going to see how everything goes moving forward with the Broncos, and it just, it just sucks, man, honestly. And I guess the point of this is that why, don't get me wrong, I'm a football fan. I love football. Football is probably the only sport I've paid serious attention to for my like my entire life. And this is coming from me that I honestly don't think we should be having sports right now. I honestly don't think football is that important. Maybe elsewhere where the coronavirus is like already kind of out of it you know like maybe new zealand or something like that or if they had a bubble like if we had all the nfl teams go to a random city in new zealand they could build they have the money to build a tiny city and have a bubble but obviously it's not like that so we're clearly getting hoed you know people are getting hurt or people are getting sick and it's not stopping anytime soon so it's kind of insane just even consider this like (laughs) You know, to even consider the fact that sports is still going on strong and considering all these setbacks that we're taking, and I'm going to get into it more. I'm going to get into a few more. And this is all this weekend. This has all happened in the past. This I'm recording this Sunday, November 29th. This has happened since, like, Friday, Saturday. All this has happened. So it's just crazy to see that we're even still having sports in general. And I guess we're going to see if sports are even going to last, you know, see if we can get through it. Because, I mean, the NFL season's already over halfway through. And... If we're going to stop right before playoffs, this is exactly going to be what happened with the NBA. So either we're going to have to do like a whole cleaning house and then go into a bubble and then have the playoffs and then have like maybe a two or three weeks of regular play and then go into a bubble. But with the way the NFL is doing it, honestly, I just don't know how things are going to go. But next on the list is the Detroit Lions. Um, so obviously Detroit Lions, the Detroit, Detroit's been having a tough few years i want to say it's been like the past like three years they've been having 
I don't I think they had a winning season in like 2016. And I think that's when they were like at the top or at the sec like at the top end of their at the at, in the top end of their division. Um their individual division. Um but yeah, since then they've been a pretty mediocre team and it sucks because you see Matthew Stafford and he's such a decorated quarterback and after he lost Megatron, you kind of expected him to to kind of plateau and you kind of expected the the Lions to kind of go down because the, the 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 um Megatron was pretty much the only person on the team that was like whole I feel like he was the glue of the Detroit Lions. Definitely the glue of the Detroit Lions. And as soon as he retired, you just kind of felt like there was this like stigma that that the Lions were kind of just done and they were gonna have to rebuild their whole team. And that's kind of how I feel like it is now. And I feel like the organization finally got around to thinking the same way I did. And they finally got around to firing their GM and head coach. They fired their head coach, Matt Patricia, who was um, their quarterback for, oh yeah, let me see. Yeah, just 43 games. So that's fewer than all three of his predecessors. But he wasn't the only one to go. They also fired Jim Caldwell, their GM. And so they're cleaning house, and we're going to see how everything goes for them. But normally when these things happen, how long was the how long were the Browns doing this for? The Browns were cleaning house and changing coaches. They I think they have – obviously they do. They have the most coach changes in all NFL history in the past, like, 10 years. I think they've had, like, maybe, like, eight or nine coaches in the past 10 years. So you're changing coaches every season. You're changing coaches. You're changing coaches. You're changing GMs. You're changing other managers. You're changing everyone. So there's no consistency in that organization. They haven't found anyone that's a right fit. And it's kind of just like you're playing musical chairs with coaching positions. And you're bringing in random people from college. You're bringing in coaches who failed elsewhere in the NFL. And if it's just going to be a shit show for them, you know. So I guess we're going to see if the Lions are going to be the new Browns for the next few years and see how long it takes for them to rebuild because the Browns finally have a winning season. And even like last year, they didn't have a winning season, I want to say. I don't remember exactly. Last year, like Say if they haven't had a winning season, this is their first year having a winning season. Maybe they've got their recipe. Maybe they got their stuff set up. So they're going to be – maybe they've set themselves up for success. I really hope they don't, considering the fact that they are in the Steelers division. But Steelers being 10-0. We're going to go to 11 this weekend, or Tuesday probably. Um, yeah, and I'm going to get into that too. Um, no, yeah, so we're going to see how the Browns have obviously made some serious changes for themselves, and the athletes have made some serious changes. Maybe everyone overall just started taking playing for the Browns or coaching for the Browns or having a job for the Browns more seriously, and maybe that was the difference maker um, for the entire organization. And we're just going to see how everything kind of goes with them. But, yeah, my prediction is, saying this right now on the podcast that the browns are now the new oh no the, <laughs> the detroit lions are now the new browns in that they're going to be rebuilding for the next few years and maybe in five six years we'll see the lions in the playoffs or something and maybe in like a year or two we'll see the browns in the playoffs hopefully not maybe they'll get a wild card spot that'd be cool to see but fuck the browns dude fucking i like baker mayfield i like odell beckham but Actually, you know what? I like Jarvis Landry. I like for I like what he stands for, but Odell Beckham apparently likes to get shit on his chest. So that was old news, but I don't know. It's still relevant to me. Anything anything is relevant to me. Next news, talking about shit shows. Um, <laughs> the 49ers have 
officially lost every place that they could possibly practice and play in because in Santa Clara, where they play out of, I think in Santa Clara County, which obviously I'm guessing was where San Francisco resides, is has placed a ban on them practicing and playing. And I think it just has to do with all the new restrictions that they're having for this for the area. And now the, now the 49ers are kind of fucked because, I mean, honestly, they have been taking a lot of hits with injuries this year. And this is just that little cherry on top now because now they're not going to get any practice. And obviously with injuries and you have all these people bring, getting brought up from the lower ends, lower uh, from the from the bottom side of the roster. When you bring them up, you obviously need to get them as many reps and as many practices in as possible. And obviously if this is another thing that's going to stop them from doing so. Then we should expect to see another loss or two from the 49ers this year. or No, not this year, but these next week or two because the lack of practice and the lack of communication within the organization and the lack of being able to execute without the support from your city and stuff. But, I mean, rules are rules, you know? I mean, if you don't want to... If we want to stop this virus, I mean, we need to, like, what is it called? Like, end the curve? No. Adjust the curve? I forgot what the saying was. But if we need to get rid of COVID-19, obviously we need to be having more restrictions and we need to have stricter guidelines to follow and if this is something that we're gonna have to do then yeah cool but i guess this just goes back to what i was mentioning before which that which is why do we have sports in general if our country as a whole is not prepared for them and that's just the shitty part about this whole situation because obviously we want sports i love sports i'm a football guy but if we're gonna be dealing with these hiccups every like 15 minutes it feels like then why the fuck are we even doing this, you know? Like, don't, I, in my opinion, we just shouldn't do it until we're ready, until we're specifically ready for it to be flowing without any hitches, you know? Like, if we could prepare ourselves to do it correctly and we could set ourselves up to do it correctly without anyone getting sick, without exposing anyone, without putting anyone at risk, I should say, then, yeah, I'm all for it. But otherwise, like, why the fuck are we here right now, you know? And... This is the main part of the story, or <laughs> this is the main story of this podcast. This feels like, I feel like I'm doing like a radio, like a sports radio show right now. I don't, I'm, oh, dude, I'm going to call it What the Sports. This episode is the first edition of What the Sports, baby. Angel, this is the first edition of a new series on my podcast called What the Sports. Yeah, what? <laughs> she's, she's my biggest supporter, my biggest, she's my number one fan. Um. Yeah, so what the sports podcast. Oh my gosh, I love that. Honestly, I love that. I deadass love that. Not going to lie, I honestly deadass love that. Hope you guys enjoy that too. It's going to be the name of the podcast. You're going to see that it's called What the Sports before you even click on the episode. But just realize that if you listen to this right now, you heard the birth of What the Sports. What the Sports. All right, so anyways, back to the Steelers and Ravens week 12 game. Uh... So what happened initially was the Steelers and the Ravens were supposed to play on Thanksgiving Day. They were supposed to be the evening game. It was supposed to be one of the greatest moments of my entire life because, dude, for the first time ever, I was going to be able to enjoy, enjoy. I'm, I'm sure the Steelers had played on Thanksgiving Day before too, but obviously before I wasn't as into it as I was now. Just I've sport, The Steelers and sports in general have grown on me and... Just as a sports, as a football fan, sorry, I keep burping. <laughs> as a football fan, this is probably the past like five years have probably been like my deepest like I've been balls deep in football is what I'm saying lately. These past like five years, been loving it. 
<laughs> I've just been paying a lot of attention to sports, to football in general. And not that I haven't been a fan before, but just lately, I've been more into it. Been trying to focus on like little details. Been trying to keep up with the team. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm more. I'm mostly into sports right now. I'm mostly into. Sp- uh, <laughs> I've been into football a lot lately. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And so this is going to be the year that I was finally able to watch the Steelers play on Thanksgiving against a rival in the spotlight. Dude, just while eating dinner, you know, with the turkey, with the stuffing, with the yams, just right there. I could have enjoyed everything. It was going to be picture perfect in my eyes. I'd been looking forward to it for about like literally like over a week because I didn't even know that they were going to play on Thanksgiving until like the week of Thanksgiving. I think until like Tuesday, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to play on Thursday. Like this is going to be huge. I'm going to love this shit. It's going to be dope. I was looking forward to it. Like literally, like I'm saying the whole, literally the whole week. And then due to some, I think Lamar Jackson, I don't think he was the first one, but there was some, co- I, he was part of like the first wave of like people who were getting COVID in the Baltimore organization. And I don't know how exactly they were all exposed. I didn't look, read into that, into the article too much, but the list has pretty much grown, I think to 18 people. So at first you we heard a few I think it was the running backs that got it first and then after that Lamar Jackson got it and then obviously all these guys are gonna be okay these are fucking a1 athletes people who are on perfect health it is their job to stay healthy it is their job to maintain their health so these guys are gonna be fine they're not gonna these most of these guys aren't gonna die I'm 100% sure that all these guys are gonna live but if they're not going to play the Steelers, and that means the Steelers can get another win in the division, good for, that's good for us. That's fantastic for us. But pretty much the list, um, I'm just going to say, like, all the players that are on it. Um, Jalen Ferguson, DJ Fulker, uh, Broderick Washington, Will Holden, Khalil Dorsey, Tavon Young, um, placed on the list this past Saturday. And the list totals 18. And along with those lists were Lamar Jackson, uh, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Brandon Williams, Fernal McPhee, Calais Campbell, uh, Patrick Murakai, um, Matt Scarra, and then Jahid Ward, and then f- dude, that was that was just this week. That was Monday through Thursday. And then keep in mind, so when things were happening like that at the beginning of the week, I think the I think when they they'd already been planning it, obviously, but the the time that it hit. The news was probably Wednesday or Thursday when they tried to, when they let us all know what was going to happen. They had moved the game from Thursday to Sunday, which ruined my Thanksgiving. I didn't want to hang out with anyone Thanksgiving. Completely fucking killed my vibe. It was not about Thanksgiving that like anymore. I I enjoyed my meal, but it just it was just bittersweet. It was a bitter it was bittersweet enjoying the meal, enjoying the turkey because, dude. Because we could have had the Steelers and the Ravens play on Thanksgiving Day. And when is that going to happen again? I doubt they're going to give it to us next year. I'm probably going to have to wait another four years until the Steelers play the Ravens on Thanksgiving Day. And, yeah, I just want to just know, NFL, you COVID-19, you ruined this young man's dreams. And you will ruin the day, COVID-19. Um, yeah, so that was just – so the list that went off was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. These are all individuals that were coming coming out positive during the week. So that means that the disease was just continuing to spread up until the day, which meant that if they were going to play on Thursday, they were going to have players that were exposed but haven't came out positive yet or haven't come out positive yet. So, yeah. So after that, they put a pause on the game, pushed it to Sunday and to do some more testing and stuff. And after that, 
quarterback Lamar Jackson gets it. Patrick, uh, Patrick Richard gets it. Defensive tackle Justin Maldukis gets it. <laughs> Morgan Cox. Jaylen, and then, like I mentioned before, Jalen Ferguson, Fulker, Holden, Washington, Tavon Young, and Killiel Dorsey. All players who tested positive for COVID-19 and must quarantine for a minimum of 10 days and then get five days of consecutive negative tests. Um, all goes through that. Dude, fucking... Ah, uh, dude. 18 players. 18 players. So now, because to keep the players safe and to make sure no one's getting exposed and to continue to test everybody a bunch of times, they moved the game from... What's What was Sunday going to be, baby? What day was Sunday going to be? Instead of playing today, the 29th, they're now going to play the 1st of December, which is Tuesday this week. And we're going to see how everything goes. Um, yeah, so pretty much the Ravens are essentially fucked. They're, I think, I think wanna stay, I want to say most of their starters, 18 starters. If you think about it, there's 11 players on either end of the field starting at all times. And, of course, they have maybe like five alternating players, you know, five alternating starters to get everyone reps, you know, people that are at the same level. So if you want to consider that, imagine 16 players. So you've got 32 players, 32 starters, just to assume, with 11 players on each side with their alternators. 32 players, 18 of them have COVID. So, yeah, that's the majority of their good players or starters that are that have COVID. So this is looking pretty good for the Steelers because the Steelers um, running back, uh, <laughs> James Conner, was put on the COVID reserve list. But for the most part, he not is replaceable, but we have other athletes on our team that are comparable. But it does suck that we did have to play Steph of the Steelers had to play Steph onto it and defensive tackle Isaiah Bugs on oh and offensive tackle Gerald Hawkins um on the COVID nineteen list on Friday, which means we're not gonna see them probably till week thirteen or fourteen. Which is okay. It just sucks because Tuit literally is fifth on the team in tackles with thirty one and he has twenty two solo stops. He has six sacks. And 17 quarterback hits, one forced fumble. So he's obviously an important player for us. Bugs is also a good alternator for us. He gets the job done. And then, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, we lost a couple guys. And then, obviously, James Conner, too, like I mentioned before. But so it just kind of sucks. We did, we've, we've also lost players to, to the COVID-19 list. Not lost, lost, you know, obviously. But we played some players on the reserve slash COVID-19 list. And I, obviously, we still have all of our main guys. Everyone's been being safe, hopefully, thank God. I think we're going to see how everything goes with the test, like um, how testing goes moving forward. And, yeah, so pretty much we're going to see how everything goes. But hopefully, the Steelers can knock this victory out and move on to 11-0. Hopefully, this is a nice week 12 in the NFL. Hopefully, a nice, exciting game. Um, this podcast is going to be posted probably, probably right before um, all the games start today. It is... 839 and yeah so pretty much yeah hopefully everything kind of goes everything's kosher you know hopefully everything's kosher um this is going to be the first episode of the what the sports series on my podcast i know i feel like i have a series like i feel like i have a new series every single week but i screw it you know it's just for shits and giggles, you know. Um, you guys tell me what you enjoy. Everyone, if you have a chance, go ahead and follow me on social media. My name is at Angel Main Show on Twitter, on Instagram. And if you guys need to tell me something personally, if you guys have any suggestions, Angel, uh, Angel Main Show, yo, at gmail.com. Go ahead and give me a chance, you guys. Go ahead and give, I mean... 
go ahead and give me a shout out <laughs> give me a like give me a follow whatever you can if, if you have time if you enjoyed the podcast if you didn't then i guess you can go fuck yourself but if you did enjoy the podcast give me some support please or if you want to give me money so i can have some guests on here cool go ahead and send me some money whatever you want um yeah whatever you guys want um thank you guys again for supporting the show thank you guys for caring about everything thank you guys for liking and following thank you guys for and liking the picture of my little puppy he's he's over there lying on the bed he's super cute right now he but he's um he was being kind of like he was getting a little excited earlier and uh Every time you put this, like, we have this big, puffy, like, Eskimo jacket that we put on him. And every time you put it on him, he instantly just calms down. And so that's, like, his, like, punishment jacket when he's being a little crazy dog and he's, like, attacking our faces in the mornings. We have to put that little jacket on him and it calms him down. Um, eventually, I'll post a picture of it. I mean, I'll post a picture of it right now in my story. So if you guys are listening to this podcast right when it comes out, or if you listen to it within a day that this podcast comes out, you guys will see a little puppy on my main show story. And again, thank you guys for the tuning in. Thank you guys for tuning in for this very first, very first episode of the What the Sports podcast from the Angel Main Show. I appreciate you guys so much. This is honestly been super cool. It's been a pretty chilling week. Crazy weekend in sports. Cool seeing everything go off. Um, go Steelers. Hopefully we go 11-0, 12-0, 13-14. And then hopefully we have a walk away up into the playoffs and then take another ring home, baby. Take home seven rings and then we could still, we could seriously tell everyone to fuck off, especially the 49ers fans who finally matched us. You guys can go fuck yourselves if we win the Super Bowl this year. If not, I'm sorry you guys lost Jimmy G. Jimmy G was literally my superhero. He's just a, he's literally like, if Superman was a football player, that would be Jimmy G. Jimmy G would be a football player. I mean, like a football, like Jimmy G would be Superman in a world where superman actually exists and if superman was in our world he would be jimmy g just super handsome super handsome man i don't know if you've seen jimmy g angel but he's fucking just a a literal god it looked like they chiseled him out of marble he's a handsome man (laughs) (laughs) thanks you guys again for tuning in go ahead and like my podcast or if you could subscribe to my podcast um leave a leave a review if you liked it if you didn't like it Go fuck yourself. Um, thank you guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, if you didn't like it, give me some suggestions. Tell me where I could improve. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for taking time out of your day to even just pay attention to my podcast. I appreciate you guys so much. And everyone have a fantastic day. Um, yeah, be nice to others. Care about everyone around you. Um, yeah, wear your mask. Be a good person. Stay away from people. Don't get sick, everybody. Everybody stay safe. Love you guys, and everyone be safe, yeah. Peace out, guys. Have a good one.